Raina. And I'm Megan. Welcome to the Shh Don't Talk About It podcast, where we talk about all the things we need to say out loud, but think that we can't. We're going to talk about all the things. We're going to shed light on them. We're going to embrace them. And we're going to fucking love them. So join us on this journey as we get rid of shame and start talking about it. Welcome to season three, episode 10. Most wonderful time of the year? Question mark? Is it? I don't know. <laughs> we gotta definitely crack, crack one a claw for, for it. Episode. Yes. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to our fucking last episode of season three. And our 30th episode oh total, which is amazing. 30th. I think that is crazy. You know, this time last year, we. I think it was right around this exact weekend, like weekend of Thanksgiving, yeah. Yeah. that we were at Best Buy and Guitar Center, like buying our gear to yes. get started. Because it all kind of came, yeah. I think it was like Thanksgiving night. Now that I, I'm looking back at like, you know, year, what happened a year ago? You yeah. know, it comes up on your Instagram and there was like stories of us like, I was filming us in the garage <laughs> with a, yes. my karaoke microphones and I was like, oh, I think we should do. I just put up like a poll, like, should we yes. do it? Would you watch our YouTube video? And fuck yes, 100% people said yes. And <laughs> so, yeah, you know, today's episode is uh, is about holiday times and how like shitty and triggering yeah. it can be. But you know what? That is a really nice holiday times memory for us to hang on to, yeah. like the birth of the of the podcast on Thanksgiving night. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that yeah, was no, it. I remember laying on your couch to upstairs and you were like, I thought of a name for our podcast. It's going to be, Shh, don't talk about it. It's going to be about all the things that we oh, uh-huh. shouldn't talk about, but that we need to talk about. And I was like, yes. 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 And here we are. Here we are. Fucking a year later. 30 episodes later. Craziness. So yeah. Wow. yeah, this episode we decided to do since it is the end of the year. It's the holidays. You know, like shit happens. This is a it's a good time of year and also a very, it could be a very messy and very um, dark and sad time of year for Depressing. some people. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I have so many clients that are like, you're not taking any time off for the holidays, are you? Because they don't want to miss their therapy yeah. sessions because yeah. it's such a hard time of year. Yeah. Um, I am taking one day off, but oh, just they'll one be fine. Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's true. It's just, I think it brings, for a lot of people, it brings up feelings of, sadness, depression, feelings of failure because yeah. we like brainwash ourselves watching Hallmark movies oh thinking gosh. like that's what the holidays are supposed to be and that's not how I've ever experienced mm-hmm. it. Getting mm-hmm. people just get real dark with it because yeah. of all of that kind of like brainwashing, I think. Yeah, totally. I mean, all of the holiday movies, I mean, are all pretty fucked up mm-hmm. <laughs> if you think about it. Like um but even like there's a big push on having a date for the fuck your holiday dinner or holiday Always. bringing it home to the bringing a date to the family get yep. together. I don't know. It's like, why? So much pressure. Like, bring a date home. Who are you going to kiss on New Year's? Yeah. Like, if you're, are you in a relationship at, at Christmas time? If not, you're a failure and you're sleeping in the twin bed that you slept in <laughs> in, in high school. Yeah. Speaking from personal experience oh, as someone who's frequently been the only single person, like the only single sibling. Uh-huh. Like my sister's been married for a long time. My brother was married and is usually in a relationship and I go in and out of mm-hmm. relationships or 
even would be home some would go home to see my family and my partner wouldn't come with me. So I, mm-hmm. I spent a lot I've spent a lot of like Christmas Eves kind of sad, kind of drunk, like drunk, like scrunched into the twin bed that I literally slept in in high school. And it oh was gosh. very depressing. I had to, yeah. Oh God. It's not like that anymore, but those were some dark days. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and why do we do that to ourselves? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's been, and that's, I, that's why we wanted to do this episode because I feel like a lot of us experience these things, but we don't talk about them mm-hmm. um, because there's, shame around you know wanting to be with your family but do you really want to be with your family or is this a happy and joyful time for you or does it create a lot of pressure and sadness and like bring you back into like the darkness you know Uh you've been working so hard to get out of and you know how to set boundaries with your family and yeah that brings up so much shit I feel like I think I agree it can be really really hard and then you're experiencing all of these emotions uh, for a lot of people around family mm-hmm. who they love, yeah. but who are also like their biggest triggers, totally. you know, like no one is, we've, we talked about this in the boundaries episode. Mm-hmm. So like n- really no one is more triggering than your family of origin. Cause that's where you picked up all of these unhealthy narratives about yeah. yourself for better yeah. or worse. Right. Like we don't have to get super blaming of people, but right. it's just that, we develop self-image in our family, then you Mm -hmm. go, you do a bunch of work on yourself. I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis. So I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere. You know, the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. 
With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of the 15% cashback. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. get back in the mix for the holidays and all of a sudden you're like playing the role you used to play. Yeah. Right. Like I used to always be the angry child and I, it doesn't happen anymore, but for Mm -hmm. years at holidays would like show up as that person and that doesn't feel good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting how you can easily get thrown back into that. Um, so you're not alone if you have experience of things. Um, it's just, you know, reminds us of our childhood or teenage years or I don't know. There's just something about it. There's something very nostalgic about the holidays in general. Yeah. Good or bad. You know, I definitely have had a lot of great holidays with my family. Um, but that's not what we're talking about here today. Yeah, today we're talking about the hard <laughs> stuff. And we have some, like, we'll, we'll talk about it and we have some, like, tips, things we've learned, how to navigate, how to survive the holidays, and and then even how to turn them back, like how to reclaim them as an adult, right? How to make new traditions, new feelings, new things for yourself around holiday time so that you don't have to go into it with a pit in your stomach every year. Totally. Yeah. Totally. So should we uh, we start by sharing a couple stories of how we might have ruined the holiday? Yes. So (laughs) I I love hearing other people's mess (laughs) and it is like holidays do get messy. And um, so I don't know. Have you ever ruined like spectacularly like ruined a holiday or had a family member like just just wreck the wreck the day um i mean i we have a running joke in my family that i ruined thanksgiving one year <laughs> oh, no. what did you do? but i feel like i probably ruined it for myself <laughs> so i don't feel like i ruined it for everybody but it was just um it's just like a running joke and um just because many years ago <laughs> i don't even know maybe like not even that long ago seven eight years ago um, I might have gotten a little too tipsy, you know, that tends to happen, but especially on Thanksgiving when you're just waiting all day for food, Thanksgiving Eve. Okay. Especially on Thanksgiving Eve so, when you're getting ready to wait all day for food. <laughs> I'm yeah. just trying to so come up our, with an excuse. It's funny because it was like my brother-in-law's mom. So okay. not even like, you know, like a close, close, whatever. Anyway, she got a house at the mountain. We all went that she invited us. Um, so my sister's husband's mom, <laughs> like invited our family up there. Um, and uh, this was like the first time I think spending that much time with her. But I just remember we were all playing poker, you know, that night. And mm, I had a bottle of wine myself. <laughs> and um, we got down. To, I remember getting down to like, it was I think me and my sister were like the last couple players playing and it was just got a little like competitive, <laughs> you could Uh-oh. say. And then I remember going to the fridge to open up my second bottle of wine and they're like, Raina, don't do it. I was like, don't tell me what to do. I can drink this. Leave me alone. Like everybody just stop. Leave me alone. And then I just remember drinking that second bottle of wine to my head 
being sick all night, being sick all into the next. I don't even know what happened. Honestly, I don't remember what I said. I think oh. I was fighting with everybody. Oh, just like, <laughs> don't tell me what to do. And now I'm having the second bottle of wine and I'm mad. Yes, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure I was fighting with my other sister's husband. Oh, no. <laughs> for poker. And it was just, um, it was just pretty messy that night. Um, blurry, messy. Probably shouldn't have had that wine. My poor brother-in-law's mom was just like what the fuck why did i invite this crazy family i just look like a complete like drunk i probably and then the next morning i i was just super hungover in bed all day with my mom like nursing me like i was a child i'm like fucking 34 years old probably (laughs) yeah it was um I think that was like the holiday that that was think that Thanksgiving that everybody jokes that I ruined Thanksgiving because I was just on a rampage that night. Oh no! <laughs> so I'm sure there was some deeper things in there, you know, that caused me to like drink so much, you know, yeah. and um, and then shit comes out when you're drinking, right? Totally, especially happens. if there's no other way for it to come out. It's like. You just reach that point where it's like, I got a lot of problems with you people and you're going to hear yeah. about them. Yeah. Like, I'm here just we like, go. Yeah. I'm one of those drunks that will cry, though. I'm just a crying oh, drunk, you know, God. and like, you, you, I can't nobody loves me. I'm just like crying and like attacking people, not like physically, but just yeah. like, um, so yeah, that was that was a memorable Thanksgiving for me. Didn't really learn my lesson, though. It just kind of became a tradition. (laughs) Getting too drunk and crying. Every Thanksgiving Eve. Every Thanksgiving Eve. Oh, man. I think up until the last two years. Even this year? No. Up until the last couple years where, like, because we usually get a house at the cabin and so we're all together. Mm -hmm. And that just, like, fucking triggers the shit out of me. And I see. my mom doesn't like how much we drink. Um and that bothers me <laughs> too. Yeah. So every Thanksgiving when we all get a house together, it just comes up naturally. It just like, I don't know. I mean, there was one year, I think the last time we went up there was three years ago before COVID. Yeah. Um, so two years ago, I guess. Um, and then she actually got us a separate house. <laughs> stayed in one house and then uh we stayed in another house you know that's a good because it is it's kind of just like a pressure cooker it is you know and like yeah it's so easy to just feel stressed out start drinking a little bit too much feel misunderstood drink more yeah that's so 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 easy to do you're not doing enough why aren't you helping why aren't you cleaning up you should be doing this like a lot of like you know, like I feel the pressure just being there, even though nothing is really set. It's just like the tone, you yeah. know, and it just doesn't feel comfortable. So yeah. I drink and then, yeah. <laughs> well, that seems like that really fits. So we did a poll on our Instagram page mm-hmm. asking people, like, what are holidays like with your family? Like, have you ever ruined a holiday? What are you not allowed to talk about at the holidays with your families? And everybody kind of came, like, all the responses back. No one wanted to tell us their mess, which I was very yeah. disappointed. A cousin <laughs> of mine to decided us. to tell my mess, who's just making fun of me for being sort of disengaged at a family party one time, playing Pokemon. Mason would put me on blast. But no one wanted to tell us their mess. That was disappointing. But what people did which I don't blame you guys. I just like messy stories. (laughs) So, but that's fine. But what everybody did um, 
kind of respond with was like, well, you know, it's an unspoken rule. Mm-hmm. We're not allowed to talk about politics. It's oh, an yeah. unspoken rule. We're not allowed to talk about religion. It's an unspoken rule. We're not allowed to talk about anything emotional or anything that will make anybody uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like that's mm-hmm. what everybody came back with. So it's just this funny thing that we like in our desire to not make people uncomfortable. Yeah. Everybody is sitting there so fucking uncomfortable. Yeah. Like it's like emotional constipation. Oh which my is God. Very, which then of course people like drink or of course dad and grandpa just watch football all day silently not talking like because it's like the unspoken rule is we we will not connect with each other Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. that you know that's kind of sad i think but it's yeah i mean that's very true in most families i feel yeah you just get through the fucking day and then you're just like this is what i'm grateful for yeah it's like what was the point what's the point what's the point Uh, i don't get it i don't understand it i don't know either i mean i feel like it could be a time for everything you know what i mean like um i've definitely had um thanksgiving eve where mm, i may not have ruined well maybe um (laughs) but like where me and my sister were talking to my cousin and they got into a conversation about race and um and how to be an ally and all of these things. And it wasn't well received from my cousin and things got a little heated. And I was like, Oh gosh, can we stop talking about because my cousin feels uncomfortable. And, um, and then me and my sister got into it and then we all got into it. And I was just like, Oh my God, (laughs) you know what I mean? So it was just like, yes. And that was a great bonding experience too, because yes, it might've made things uncomfortable. Probably we shouldn't have been talking about it when we were intoxicated, but, um, I just feel like it also opens up maybe a bridge to like talk about these things. Um, And if you're open to it, it's a way to connect, you know, instead of the like, you know, the basic fucking like, uh, so what do you do? Yeah. Yeah. Where you just feel like you need to bring note cards to the family stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I stopped going to those kinds of things long ago, but it can be so awkward. Yeah. 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 So have you had any... Messy holidays, messy Thanksgivings. Um, the there were two things that were coming to mind for me. They're both a little different. I mean, when we used to do extended family stuff, it would certainly get tricky because while my nuclear family, like my siblings, my parents, and I, and like one of my grandmothers, are more kind of progressive, mm-hmm. kind-hearted people. And like some family members are, but there's other family members that are very conservative, very racist, um, like to say things to try to get a rise. Mm-hmm. And so like there would just always be like uncomfortable moments like mm-hmm. that. And of course me being me, I was always the one that would like say something about it. Yeah. Um, and I was just remembering um, right before we started Thanksgiving 2016, which I did not – go back to Arizona where my family, I haven't gone back to Arizona for Thanksgiving in years. Cause I just will talk about like su- survival. Like I just yeah. drew a boundary that I'm not doing that. Um, but I was at my sister and sister-in-law's house. They lived in, down in Ashland in Oregon at the time. So it was a really, like, it was actually a great Thanksgiving, except for this one moment where we were FaceTiming with our mom mm-hmm. who was at her dad's house and this was right after Trump was elected. Right. So like oh. every conservative, person felt like they wanted to say something, wanted to do their victory lap. I think that my mom's dad in particular 
thought it would be fun to try to get a rise out of me. So I'm like just FaceTiming with my mom. He like grabs the phone, starts coming at me with all of this oh, shit. shit. And I yeah. was just like, we're not doing this. Kept trying and trying. And just kept, I just said, we're not doing this. Mm-hmm. Like I will, like you do not get to speak to me like that. We're not doing this over FaceTime on Thanksgiving. Put my mother back on the phone. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. And he kept trying. So I hung up mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, <laughs> oh my it God. is what I guess kind of horrible to like hang up on your grandpa. Like, but I also think it's horrible to just blast somebody with like, shitty rhetoric that totally. you, especially when like this has been an issue my whole life yeah him saying things way out of pocket me saying back that's not allowed just always trying to pick at me pick at me pick at me so that like and i have not spoken to him since i wrote him a letter mm-hmm. he never responded he told oh. my mom tell megan i got her letter oh. which kind of sums that's up it? like certain family <laughs> dynamics okay. yeah and what like that make, does make me a little bit sad but it just it just is what it is and those are my boundaries whatever yeah but it definitely like for you know I also I hate conflict mm-hmm. I hate confrontation yeah. I can stand up and be strong but I then I always feel so like so like shaky afterward yeah. Yeah. so that kind of took the wind out of the sails of the day for like an hour but my sister and Amber and our friend Olson who was there and Joe was there they all were like no like fuck that like mm-hmm. Have another white claw. That was the first year we had. We knew oh. about white claw. Have another white claw. Let's make some pies. But uh-huh. it was just like that kind of confrontation. I think yeah. is just so shitty and yeah. something I've had to just work hard to f- figure out my holiday boundaries and mm-hmm. like who I will and won't share space with, even if we are related, even if I do feel guilty about some of those choices. But mm-hmm. like, I just can't. I just can't take that in. Yeah, you know, and I don't have to. Right. Right. So that time, and then I did. I kind of like ruined Christmas a little bit one year just by being a little bitch. Like I think I I was in college, so maybe like 19 or 20. And my parents were sort of recently divorced and my mom's partner wanted to spend Christmas Day with us, which meant my dad couldn't. Mm-hmm. Um and I just remember all of like he was trying so hard to like be nice and be like jovial about Mm -hmm. the day. And I was just sitting there wearing all black, like little dark black rain cloud, like everything he said or did. Mm -hmm. I had a bitchy little snide comment for it. And like, as the day went on, I could see him getting exasperated, but not being able to say anything. And I could just see my mom's energy, like wilting. I could see her getting sadder and sadder. And I, I just didn't care because I was just mad I was acting like a complete child especially given my age (laughs) and I you know I do regret because he he wound up he passed away um 14 years ago so probably like a handful probably five years after that Mm -hmm. and I super regret regret it because in my memory I can see how hard he was working to like just be a good person like he wasn't trying to yeah he he wasn't trying to make anybody uncomfortable. He just wanted to spend Christmas Day with my mom. And I was like, Man, you've got to spend Christmas Eve with her. Why do you have to be here? This is our family. You're not my family. Yeah. Yeah. Which if I was 10, <laughs> fine. That's understandable. I was tw- 19 or 20 years old. So mm-hmm. that's pretty embarrassing. And just makes me sad because, oh, yeah. you know, he died and I don't get to fix that. I don't get to fix the way I treated him. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. oh, well. Lesson yeah. learned, like, yeah, on that. yes, and I mean, we are also talking about like 
showing up in your whatever self, right? Your authentic self, whoever mood you're in without having to like, you know. Totally. And if somebody would have kind of paid attention to that and talked to you about how you were reacting or behaving, maybe that would have changed you if they just saw that it was upsetting to you. So that's that's why... you know what I mean? Like that's a good way to that's a good way to think about it. Because I certainly didn't have the vocabulary or tools or years of therapy to be like, I understand why it's important for Sal to be here, but it, how different this feels from the way things used to be is making me feel really upset and yeah. weird. And now I'm acting out like I didn't have the ability to do that back then. And yeah, yeah. I mean, all of that kind of behavior, all that kind of acting out, comes from a place of what like not feeling seen or not feeling validated totally like, most people aren't just mean because it's fun to be mean right it's usually usually they're like else. hurt like hurt yeah. people hurt people you exactly. know <laughs> kind yeah. of thing so hence me lashing out at all my yeah. family members <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. so yeah i don't know like that's those are but nobody fucking checked in with nobody me nobody asked us <laughs> but yeah i mean those are probably the two closest i've ever come to like a ruined holiday like there's yeah. never been any like plates getting thrown or turkeys getting th- thrown yeah. on the floor or anything <laughs> well, too you know, dramatic I like that I think like if I was if we did show up as our true authentic selves or we'd like just like responded or reacted what how we truly wanted to fuck I probably would have ruined a lot, a lot of ho- totally. a lot more holidays you know like it's crazy to me I feel like I just have a lot of um like a good coping skills or whatnot but some people they they don't have the best coping skills you know and they do end up doing those things um and i i don't know there's a part of me that is like admirable of the ones are just like no fuck this shit you know fucking out i love you but i'm fucking this i can't do this you know (laughs) kind of thing well i think that like one way to do that maybe in like a less like spectacular messy (laughs) fashion but is to figure out like how will you and how won't you participate in family holidays or family holiday traditions? Yeah. Right. Like, so for me, um, this is, this was part of, this is just part of my like survival tips. Maybe for me, I figured out like, I don't want to spend Thanksgiving in Tucson, Arizona with my family. Mm -hmm. I love my family, but the like big family, like sit down all the extended family, holidays I were never fun. Mm-hmm. Were never fun. I didn't like it. And I, I finally came to the conclusion after living here in Portland for a couple of years, like I'm just not flying home for Christmas and Thanksgiving. First yeah. of all, it's really expensive. And second of all, it's not fun. So I started a little tradition of just like small Thanksgiving with my partner or with my sisters when they went with my sister and her and her wife when they were here, mm-hmm. when they were living here. And all of a sudden, it became my favorite holiday because it's like, plan the menu of food that's just whatever you want to eat. You don't have to like get dressed and ready to be at grandma's house at a certain time. You don't have to make fucking small talk because I spend the day with people who I love deeply, who I can have meaningful conversation with. Yeah. Drink slowly all day. It's just like, it's like such good vibes. And so that was like... For me, it was just sort of realizing I hate this holiday. I hate showing up for this holiday mm-hmm. in the way that my family has al- always celebrated. Mm-hmm. I'm going to change it into something different. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make it a completely different thing. And 
do exactly whatever I want to do on that day mm-hmm. in community with people that I want to be in community with on that day. And sometimes it's included my family. But I mean, I love spending um, Thanksgiving with just my sister and, and her wife. Like mm-hmm. we have so much fun when we are able to do it, like when geography allows. But it's like, it's just the best. Yeah. It's just yeah. the best. It's like how I want to spend every holiday. And I think a lot about how do you just make new traditions? Mm -hmm. And sometimes those traditions fit with what the family has always done. And sometimes they don't, and it's actually okay to differentiate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. And I, I don't know if it's like, if I feel like I'm making a bold stand about that because I don't have kids. Mm -hmm. So I do think if you have children, then it becomes like, well, we're going to do this with the kids or like people expect you to make your own traditions and differentiate a little bit. But if you right. don't, then they just expect you to show up and sleep in the twin bed every holiday season. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like you only count for like half a person because you're not in a partnership where you don't have kids or something. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 No, I love that. I love that. And you know what? I, this year was the first year that I didn't spend Thanksgiving with my family. Yeah. I mean, my family with being <laughs> <Yes>. you. <laughs> I never came to Thanksgiving with uh, me and my partner. It was wonderful. Yeah. Like so the four me of us. And yeah. my partner and the four of us, you know, yeah. uh, spent Thanksgiving this year together. And this was really, really different for me because, you know, for a long time, well, I'm, I don't remember Thanksgiving without my mom or without like my siblings or whatever. And then you know, over the recent years, spending time in a home house together, you know, that mm-hmm. way. Uh, so I, I just, um, it was hard. It was, it was, I grappled with it uh, because it didn't feel like, oh my God, I felt like I was doing something wrong, mm-hmm. you know, even though like, like nobody put that on me, but I just felt like I was doing something wrong, even though this is something that I wanted to do. And I just wanted to like have, have a chill, relax thanksgiving and like do something new do something different like i don't know um and and i realized everybody else was doing their own thing too you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. it's just i don't know um i that's the thing about again putting so much pressure on these days literally they're just a day literally just an afternoon or whatever you know what i mean but it can create so much turmoil um it's it created a lot of turmoil for me personally, yeah. uh, because my choice wasn't well received by some, but I stuck my ground and I did what I wanted to do. And that yeah. felt really good to yeah. me. I was like, oh my God, I'm, I am fucking healing and growing, you know? <laughs> and it doesn't mean that like you'll never have a family Thanksgiving again. Right. It just means that you like followed your instinct for that year. Like for me, the big thing was the first time I said, I'm not coming home for Christmas mm-hmm. that I've only done that twice last year. Obviously COVID was out of control. Mm-hmm. It's out of control in Arizona. There were no vaccines. I was not going to yeah. go home and get or give COVID. For right. Christmas. Right. So totally. So Santi and I just had the day here. And then of course you and Sergio came over yeah. Christmas Eve or Christmas day night. Yeah. And that was so great. But the first year that I said, I'm not coming home was 2018. And there was no reason except that I think my boyfriend at the time and I were just like tired at the thought. Cause what we had, like what we thought we had to do every year was go mm-hmm. to Denver to spend time with his family and have his birthday there and then go to Tucson to spend time with my family. Mm-hmm. So it would involve like multi-city travel, really expensive. 
a lot of stress, like spending time with someone else with a partner's family can be very stressful. It was a very stressful experience for me always. Mm -hmm. And I think was pretty, could be pretty stressful for him at times too. And we were just like, we're not doing this. Yeah. Like we're not, we'll zoom you guys or FaceTime you. I don't think zoom was even a thing back then. Mm -hmm. Um, but that felt weird. Yeah, I knew it was the right thing to do, but I felt really weird. I was very, sad oh that's the christmas eve we went to your family's christmas oh yeah, yeah. But i was very yeah. which was really fun but i was very sad driving back oh. like did i betray my family yeah like it was hard but no it was the right choice yeah saved money and had a, a great day yeah yeah i remember that yeah christmas eve yeah my mom throws a that's like my favorite yeah. dinner is Christmas Eve dinner at my mom's. That's something that I will probably never miss yeah. <laughs> or change. I definitely, you know, Christmas Day is like up for grabs because everybody has kids and does their own thing. Mm-hmm. So Sergio and I have been added, like would fly out to Hawaii or something, do our own thing. But Christmas Eve, that is like my, mm, mm, I don't See, know. See, that's a tradition that feels good to you. Yeah. Yeah. So do figure out what's going to feel good for you on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving Keep doesn't that- feel good to me. Yeah. So then, so <laughs> but the whole that. holiday itself is pretty fucked I know, up. The whole anyway. thing is just, it is a trash holiday. <laughs> Let's just acknowledge like it's colonizer holiday and whatever. But <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like that's what I think is like maybe the overarching thing with holidays. Like keep what feels good. Yeah. Keep the traditions that feel good. Leave the things that don't. And make your own traditions in place of the things that don't feel mm-hmm, good, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. No, I, I love that. I like that. And like lower your expectations kind of. Yeah. You know, like ugh, my mom, the episode title is funny because now I have the song, The Most Wonderful Time of the Year going <laughs> yeah. in my head. And I remember my mom always wanted to have this like perfectly curated Christmas mm-hmm. to the point that it took the joy out of it. She had such high expectations of what it was supposed to look like. So, like, uh-huh. we wouldn't be allowed to come downstairs on Christmas morning until she had arranged everything perfectly for uh-huh. breakfast. She would put on Christmas carols, and then she would, like, want to, like, video – like, she would rent a video recorder, uh-huh. camcorder, uh-huh. and film us walking <laughs> Remember down, those things? <laughs> film us walking down the stairs. Yeah. Like, why are you doing any of this? And there's one year where all three of us are, like, at the top of the stairs, like – She's got the the Christmas carol. Reba's Christmas is going, and you can see her like trying to get. She's like trying to get the camcorder uh-huh. up. And we're like, Mom, can we come down yet? Like, Mom, and she's like, No, not yet. Like because everything wasn't perfect. Yeah, yeah. But in her search for perfection, she's just like yelling at us and like put a baby gate up so we couldn't oh get down gosh. the stairs. Like, like this is taking the joy out of this. Lower your expectations. Like yeah. expectations and the need for some perfect image is just gonna suck the joy out of spending time with people you love yeah so for sure i try to just not expect anything now yeah i mean i do expect a christmas eve dinner well, mom but uh. <laughs> fair enough yeah i expect i expect maybe a few gifts and some tamales and that kind of stuff but like you know just like i don't or new year's eve is the other holiday oh people God, hang, yes. like up. Yeah, like way one. too much on like if like what happens at midnight is gonna define your year yeah or who i'm kissing at midnight is gonna like no, it's not going to tell you anything. I'm thinking back to my last two New Year's. They were both great, yeah. but they did not define my year. No, I think all. if anything, like we've been taught or shown that like shit is like, <laughs> it can rock your, like our worlds, yes. all of our worlds have been like totally like sh- 
shaken upside down and all over the place this last year and a half. So it's like, I'm sure nobody went into 2020 thinking this is, you know, this is no. whatever. You no. know what I mean? What did, what did you, you guys were out of town New Year's 2020, right? Mm, we were, yeah, in Hawaii. Hawaii, yeah. And I was like, this is going to be the best year ever. Look at us. We're doing the ring of New Looking yeah. at the fucking fireworks, you know. And then womp, womp, it was a fucking <laughs> one of the worst years ever. Not just because of COVID, but just like several things after that. Yeah. Just like soon after that was like, you know, fucking heartbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> and it was not a very good year, you know, at all. No. So don't put so much pressure on, you know, your New Year's resolutions or like now that this year is over, like it's going to all be changed and different or new or whatever. Like you're still the same you. Yeah. You're going to wake up with the same hangover. (laughs) I know. I'm hoping to change that tradition. Yeah. Maybe this year we don't have to. We are. Maybe we're old enough to stop. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I know. But yeah, it's just like. Well, actually, Santi has to work on New Year's Eve. He's DJing a birthday party and like thought that I was going to be upset about Mm -hmm. it. And I was like, dude, it's like literally just a day. Yeah. Like, can I come? Can I stop by this party to like give you a little smooch? Uh And he's like, yeah, but it's like, I'd rather you work like a well-paying gig than Mm -hmm. be worried that like I'm going to be upset because now our New Year's is ruined because you're doing – I'm like, it's just a day. We go out all the time. Yeah. We also have – so, well, I hope I have so many more New Year's Eves left in my life mm-hmm. that totally. it doesn't matter. So totally. that's what I mean. You just have to like let, let go of expectations and be able to go with the flow, have fun. Yeah. Whatever you know, you're feeling whatever. that day. You know yeah. what I mean? Like for me, I, I just, um, I really love New Year's Eve now that I'm like talking shit about it. No, it's actually one but, of my favorite um, holidays. I just feel magic in the air. Yeah. Um, and I'm just one of those, you know, optimistic type of people that will still continue to have hope. Yes. <laughs> um, no matter what uh, life has shown me over the last year and a half. But um, there is just some magic. I think the magic that I feel is the energy of every, like a collective energy of like this hope. Yes. For a better future or like something like this is now I can start over. This is what I'm going to do this year. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think that's what I'm feeling. The buzz. Totally. Yeah. Like I actually like, it is one of my favorite holidays Mm because you don't have to like worry about what presents you're going to buy people for new year's Eve and you can just have fun with your friends. I just think what kills it for people is like the expectation that it's going to define your year when instead it's like, how do you want to just like say goodbye to what was be open to what is and what is coming and not, worry about going to the perfect party or getting the perfect dinner reservation or having the perfect date. Yeah. You know, like just. Yeah. Having to kiss somebody. Just like have fun. I can't even imagine. Because I have been with somebody (laughs) for so long that I'm just like, oh my God, it's so much stress if you had to like find somebody to kiss. And if you don't kiss somebody, like your next year is going to (laughs) be fucked. Like I don't know. know. It's not that hard to just grab a cute person and kiss their face (laughs) if you really need to. But like, I just, I don't understand that issue. And I've been single and partnered on New Year's Eve. And like one of my favorite ones, I was actually single. And I didn't kiss anybody because the only person around me at the moment of new, uh, that it turned midnight was my friend Katie. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to kiss her. So we just <laughs> high five. <laughs> and it was so, it was such a fun night though. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. 
Well, I'm looking forward to this year. Yeah. So, I mean, now that we're kind of talking about New Year's. <sighs> should we do our reflections on 2021? I think we should. I think we should. So part of first part of this episode was kind of talking about this time of year. But now let's talk about this last this year. This last year. God. Now that we're like closing in on 2021, everybody. You know. <laughs> Damn. 2020, I know, felt very long for a lot of people. For me, it didn't. And I also spent the back half of it like so disassociated. Like mm-hmm. my brain didn't store or record a lot of memories because of everything that happened when uh, when Joe passed away. So 2020 feels like in some ways my, I'm like, is it still 2020? I'm mm-hmm. not sure. 2021 yeah. felt like a very fucking long year for me. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. has time just completely slowed down? I don't know what's happening. It seems to be cro- <laughs> like it just this year felt really long to me. So I was thinking, like, what can I like? What do I want to yeah. reflect on? Yeah, a lot of good things happened and a lot of growth happened, but I just also feel like it's just been this year was for me maybe what 2020 was for a lot of other people because I was mm. more conscious and aware of how mm-hmm. slowly time was moving and how mm-hmm. static everything felt, and I yeah. was actually like paying attention to it. I'm ready for it to be over. I am too. I yeah. feel like this is a very um, like a transformative or a, a in transition type of year for me personally. Um, I feel like there's been just continuing of sadness mm-hmm. <laughs> and obstacles and fucked up shit and grief and um, self-discovery. And there's just so much but I'm just so aware of these things now. I'm like, I'm fucking tuned in, tapped in all of the, all of it, you know? Yeah. And, um, but it's also a fucking blur and all really mushy. Like my brain feels like mush, like mm-hmm. trying to like, I used to be very, I'm like a very like analytical or logical type of like mind. That's how I see things like in patterns. And so I can like pinpoint you know, like a timeline, kind of, not even, like, I have a horrible memory now. Yeah. Like, I, like, we went on trips, and I'm like, wait, where, when, where, you know? I know, well, do you remember, like, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of, like, the highlight reel in my head for the year. Well, first of all, like, just starting the podcast. Yeah. Like, we had our, but I can't believe that it's only been this year that we've had the pod. Like, it's, yeah. Because this year, I'm convinced, was actually 10 years long. <laughs> yeah. But so that was amazing. But then I think about, like, remember when we were in San Diego mm. in March? Oh, in March. Of yes. 2021. It feels like it was March of, like, 1999. Like, yeah. It just yeah. feels so far away. It does. Yeah. It does. Something something has changed I think and so shifted too. in this um in this world. <laughs> I don't I know so what too. the fuck it is. I feel like a lot of people are feeling it. Uh, I think COVID really like put like put the brakes on a lot of things, you know. Yeah. Um, like the hustle and bustle, and and people are like now going either within or you know there's been a lot of losses, uh, which you know can make people kind of go within and, and like change like their way of thinking or what they want to do for their career. Like they're everywhere is like short staffed, like because people are like it's like a, a shift in consciousness. I feel like yeah. is happening. Yeah. And yeah, it's a result. Everything just feels sort of topsy turvy. Like you were saying, your brain feels like mush. Like I've been saying to people like, sorry, my brain is basically made out of scrambled eggs right now. Yeah. So I'm hoping to find ways to leave some of 
the fog behind. Mm-hmm. Like, I just wonder if, like, individually and collectively, can twenty is twenty twenty two the year that we can like come out of this fog that we've been living in? Yeah. Versus just getting used to it, like, because that's the downside of like human beings are resilient. The downside of resilience is we can get used to anything. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily want myself, my loved ones, anyone getting used to the like foggy just. I don't, inertia that yeah. we're all living in right now. Like I want yeah. to leave inertia and cloudy head behind. Same. I want to be more intentional uh-huh. with every day, every day. I feel like I've been, um, I, I was, and then I kind of got lost a little bit, you know, but it's, um, but yeah, I want to be a little bit more intentional, more grounded and, um, in everyday life, you know, yeah. um, and not so wrapped up on like what the future holds for me, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Oh, it's so hard. I spend so much time future tripping, mm-hmm. like so much time <laughs> just thinking about where will I be living? What's the right city? What if this happens? What if this happens? And so I hear like I would love to be more um, stable in the present. Yeah. Yeah. Because I just see it as like this. If, like this routine, boring fucking thing I know. <laughs> over and over again. And I'm like, Forever. stop, stop thinking like that, Raina. There's there's new things to be explored, new things to feel and, and new people to meet. And like there's a wide range of possibilities. Stop just like putting yourself in like this little box that this is just how it is. You know, you're just going to running in circles <laughs> doing yeah. the same thing every fucking day. You know, yeah, like it doesn't have to be like that. Right. <laughs> I don't, I hope not. I hope not. I mean, that's another thing for 2022. I want to be challenged in new ways. Like I, I want my, I need to be careful how I say this because I don't I need the universe to be careful how it interprets it. Yeah. I would like my life to be a little bit harder. I would like my life to be a little bit more challenging or less convenient. Mm-hmm. Which sounds weird coming off like the 18 months that we've just had, right? Like 2020. And much of this year was very challenging in terms of heartbreak and loss. Mm-hmm. I'm done. I, I'm good on those kind of challenges, but I also feel like my life is very convenient. Mm-hmm. Um, everything's arranged in a really convenient way. And that's nice. Like that has benefits to it. But yeah. it, but then you sort of lose the, the, the challenge or like the fire inside to kind of like hustle and learn new things and mm-hmm. connect with new people in new ways. Yeah. And so... I want a positive challenge. I do not want <laughs> any more loss or any more right. heartbreak, but yeah. I, I feel you on the like every day, same as the last. And mm-hmm. I, I would like to have something come my way or bring some things into my life that break that up. Yeah. Yeah. So I think um, we just have to like start vibrating on that frequency. I yeah. think for the last year and a half, obviously we've, there's been a lot of grief and a lot of sadness and things that we've been working through. So we haven't really been aligning. We aligned ourselves to be stable yeah. and things Good are point. convenient for us yeah. because we're taking care of ourselves. All yeah. of the, everything is just like a projection of your, what you've done for yourself, you yeah. know, like, but, um, you got to. We got to vibrate higher. We're ready for yeah. for more because I'm with you on that about wanting to explore new things and um, being challenged in, you know, um, in certain areas as well. You yeah. know, so 
yeah, just getting to know myself and claiming myself more and more, you know? Yeah. And like moving past survival. Cause you're so right. Yeah. Like, of like, it's also like a good thing that life has been relative, like the routine of life has been relatively easy is convenient is well supported. Right. Cause what both of us went, ha- went through are still going through like that needed, that needed to, like stability needed to happen, but now it's yeah. like, okay, what's the next challenging thing that's going to cause growth and a lesson to be learned. Yeah. And let's a happy lesson thrive, you know, yeah. and not just survive day to day things like let's fucking like start thriving. And like, I don't know. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like 2022 is going to be great. I'm claiming it right now. It's going to be, it's going to be different. It's going to be new, yes. fresh. There's, there's going to be everything. Yeah, I think that's the good way a good way to put it. Like it's going to be different, it's going to be fresh. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. We're going to grow. Yeah. 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 So, I don't know. I just want to say I'm really proud of us on this podcast mm, that we started. Too. It was just a little thing in our minds a year ago that yeah. blossomed. There's a little seed, you know. Um I'm reading this book that's been taking me forever to read. It's called the mm, big magic, I think. Uh-huh. And it's about creative living um, oh, cool. and how ideas come to us. Like ideas are, are things like out in the energy. fields. Uh. They're just things that float into our brains. And if we don't, take them and act on them the idea will go to somebody else and like live on oh, on them you know interesting. like so it's just like yeah and i believe that <laughs> because you see you have an idea and you and you don't act on it and you see somebody else doing know, it like that it was just, my fucking idea yeah and it just floats to like the next one you know because yeah. it's like a living thing that wants to be brought into the world or brought it to life you yeah. know and i feel like I had no fucking idea would ever be here doing no, a podcast. Absolutely. I had not. no even, I yeah. did not even imagine that to be, uh, but it flowed into my head and I, we acted on it. Yep. And here we are almost 3000 downloads later. So exciting. 30 episodes. Yeah. 30 it's- episodes. And I think we recorded, we didn't launch till January, but I'm pretty sure we had recorded at least, we recorded at least two in December of we 2021. Did. Yeah. Yeah. So. In the garage. <laughs> yes. Amazing. I'm, so yeah. who knows what we'll be recording next who season knows where we'll or be recording year from. or whatever. But I just, We yeah. might be in a different locale. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> so listen to those little like sparks of creativity that kind of flow into your brain. And, you know, it'll like sitting there for a little bit. And if you have the energy or whatever to act on it, then do it. Not it, it will go to the next person. It does want to bring be brought into life. So yeah, so that's what I'm gonna take with me is letting things whatever like kind of comes into my brain. (laughs) Creative wise, if it like stirs something inside of me, then I don't know. I love that. I'm gonna go with it, you know, and have fun with it. I think that's the perfect way to approach the next year. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? I'm gonna, like I said, just be looking for challenges and Mm -hmm. creating um, creating more, I'm creating opportunity to be exposed to things that are different from my routine, like mm-hmm. have like more kind of novel experiences. I'm hoping to leave Portland sometime in the next six months, like move somewhere else, which yeah. I think will come with a lot of challenge and frustration, totally. but also inspiration and just opportunity. Yeah. Um, not that you have to like, I mean, I do also believe that we're, 
wherever you are, like you bring yourself and all of your crap with you. Yeah. But um, I do just feel this voice and I've actually heard this voice, like heard it mm-hmm. and felt it inside, like just saying it's time to go. Mm-hmm. I've been here 14 years. Yeah. Um, I'm ready. So we'll see what yeah, comes to fruition. So but it just like there is a, a voice that I like actually like literally hear. Like it's not even a voice in my head. Like if I can feel it whispering in my ear mm-hmm. and it doesn't happen that much. But when it does, I tend to listen. Mm-hmm. And I have been having this like, go see the world, go see what's out there, go see what, go see what you find. Mm-hmm. And so I want to just follow that instinct a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like mm-hmm. you're saying, like yeah. if you have an instinct about something and it's strong and it grows follow it and see what happens yes so we'll see Yay. hopefully a year from now i'm not listening back on this like from the same house in portland no, going like I oh you said you were that. leaving you liar but I, I don't highly, think so yeah i highly doubt that yeah so i mean i think um that's great and it's all about like yeah like vibrating on that frequency and um i think it'll just come to you i yeah. think things just once you kind of level up or like get that train of thought it's hard to like ignore certain signs or yeah. you, you know have to just listen yeah yep yeah so okay well uh, listeners you know we're curious um how you experience the holidays how you navigate and manage triggers on holidays and then we're really curious to hear what your leaving behind in 2021 and what you're hoping to bring to 2022. So yes, let us know. Where can they find us to let us know? Uh, they can find us on the Instagram um, at sh- that's with three H's sh- underscore. Don't talk about it. Pod is on the IG. Yep. And, and then you can email us at info at sh- don't talk.com if you would like to. Yeah. Um, I just want to also just say thank you to all of our guests that came on this season and last season. It's just been a blast, like being able to like create the space for conversation with all of these really great, unique individuals. Um, hundred percent. I mean, I'm just like, I was telling Megan that there's just, it says something about us when people feel comfortable to come on our show and and share with us. Um, so it just shows that we are exactly where we need to be and this is a space that we need to create and continue to create so um so we will be back again for another season we will be back next year yeah late january early february probably and you know it'll be another season of guests of us yes um but let us the, know yeah in the meantime please share us and please rate and review us. Um, anybody listening, go to fucking Apple music right now and put a, or Apple podcast and, or wherever and put a review on there for it us. Thank us you lot. so much. We do. Yeah. We <laughs> would be so us. grateful. Yeah. Yes. Um, so yeah, thank you. And we'll see y'all next year. 2022 baby. Bye. Bye.